0: But I am very worried about the kind of fear that's spreading through the world just now because fear is a breeding ground for virus to spread, you know? The, the more that we are all in a state of fear, we're going to be attracting mental health problems, we're going to be attracting more disease, more illness. So that this is my concern. I'm really hoping that... People can use this time to really search inwards, to connect to each other, to connect to themselves and to really uh, start leading a more healthy life, to start having more healthy relationships. Let's use this time to grow from, you know, um, when when you really have a hard time like this, it's how you respond that defines how you're going to react, you know. So if we can respond from this with a sense of unity and with a sense of belonging and a sense of love, then we can
1: really, really use it as a catalyst to change the world. That's Kash Khan and this is episode 337 of wellness force radio wellness force radio where we discover the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well You can have the same brain states as someone who's done an hour of meditation every day for 40 years. There's a lot of losses that we go through, so the ability to be able to cope with those losses is very important to build skill in it. Because loss will happen. You know, you have to have spiritual courage to really
0: grow spiritually, because if you really want to take guidance from your soul, you have to be ready to realize that many of the things that you're asking for guidance on, your ego has some kind of an addiction
1: to or an investment in Hey, what's good, my friend? It's Josh Trent. Welcome back to Wellness Force. How are you doing? Send me an email. Let me know. Number one at wellnessforce.com. That's the number one at wellnessforce.com. Now, the reason I'm asking you how you're doing is because this podcast today is extra special. We're releasing it on a Friday. This show is about keeping it real during times of stress. If you're currently struggling in the lockdown and the quarantine, maybe your mental health, your emotions, your finances just seem like a total fucking tornado. (laughs) Let's be real. I think we've all had that moment. It's okay. It's all right. You are not alone. And here's the key your breath can set you free from this stress. I have a free resource for you. It's completely free. It's my gift to you. It is a calm mind and breathwork guide. It's the M21 guide. You can do this entire morning protocol to shift your state to higher frequency. It's not just spiritual mumbo jumbo, this is legit science backed research. That's going to give you more positive energy. I guarantee if you follow this guide, you're going to start your day with a open heart, a positive mindset, and a sound spirit. You can go to wellnessforce.com forward slash M21, download the free guide. Let me know you did. Write to me. This podcast today is extra special to me and I know it's going to be special to you because many people... 40 million people are projected to be unemployed in America. I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Like, these are the times we train for. If you know somebody who's struggling, send them this podcast today. I know I say that on every episode, but this episode with our friend Cash Khan, this is extremely powerful. The dialogue we had today will shift your state. Cash is the founder of Educate Inspire Change, a global movement to raise consciousness. He's also the host of the Educate Inspire Change podcast that I've had the pleasure Of being a guest on, I know you're gonna love Cash as much as I do. I actually got to meet Cash, uh, gosh, two years ago. Yeah, it was about two years ago. I helped him go down to Rhythmia Life Advancement Center, and since then, Cash has gone on to walk one of the most incredible hero's journeys I've ever seen. I mean, this man has done a huge amount of medicine work and breath work, and he's doing this because he's a leader. He's a leader of a movement at Educate Inspire Change, over 3 million people on his Facebook page, even more on his website and across the web. We're going to learn about Cash on the Show today and also the practical things that he's bringing back from his journeys, uh, Costa Rica, Iboga, ayahuasca, plant medicines, breath work, all the different things that he's learned, spending time with Grant Hancock, interviewing David Icke on his podcast. He's going to give us what we can implement right now. And here's the kicker. It starts with self-love. It starts with self-love. It leads to peace in our hearts, reconnecting to the inner young man. I talked about this in my episode on Ryan Mickler's podcast, The Order of Man. I talked about leaving our inner young man, our inner young woman. This is a time to stay connected to your inner young man, your inner young woman. If you're having trouble keeping yourself calm, it's probably because the little boy or the little girl inside of you is freaking out. It's okay. They just need some specific guidance and help. I can help you through that. We have a wellness life design program that I've been building and I'd love to get you on the right track in this episode. We're talking about the fundamentals of what it means to live a life of wellness design. If you need some help right now, if you need some guidance, email me. Let's see if we're a fit to work together. It's the number one at wellnessforce.com calm. In this episode, we're going to talk about mental hygiene, structure, accountability, self-care, going inward, and really all the tools, all the ways of being we can really lean on during this time. I mean, this is the time that's most important for us. You are not alone. That is the big takeaway. You're not alone. There's tools and resources and community and people out there that can be there for you, including me, including Josh right here. I'm, I'm here with you. So it's your call to reach out to me. It's your call to reach out to me if you need help share this podcast with somebody who might be feeling alone right now because we're about to keep it real. We're about to learn how to keep it real, no matter what stress we're going through and how to inspire ourselves and everyone around us to reconnect with what's in them. And that is peace. That is love. That is support. So share this podcast with someone that needs it. You never know who you're going to inspire by just taking one courageous act. Let's drop in with cash. We are here on planet earth. We're in these meat suits. Kasim, Josh, let's get real. Yes. Let's talk about yes. how to maintain some thread of normalcy in these challenging yeah. times. How you doing, man?
0: Let's do it, Josh. I'm doing okay, man. It's strange times that we're living in, isn't
1: it? Super strange. And yeah. there's a part of my soul that's like trying to figure out what actually is the truth right now. Yeah. So let's get to it, man. We're going to talk about all kinds of things today. Um, you've been up to quite a bit. So let's just catch up as brothers and everybody let us know where you're watching from because we're all family here. Um, yeah. Educate, inspire, change and wellness for us, talking about how to maintain a thread of normalcy and really just to connect with one another. You're about to move to Costa Rica. What's up, man? Why are you moving to Costa Rica?
0: Oh, man. Um, I've been on a hell of a journey uh, for the last like year, but specifically since December and January, I've done a lot of traveling. I've done a lot of uh, uh, work on myself spiritually. I did a lot of plant medicine. And to be honest with you, like since uh, uh, I've been back in about uh, in the last three months, I've really been struggling with integrating back into this life. Yeah. And I made I made the decision just to move, man. I've got two young kids and and my my fiance, and we've just chosen to pack our bags and go to Costa Rica. We're supposed to be going in the beginning of May, but uh, we're going to have to wait and see how that pans out. But nevertheless, we're going to go as soon as we can. We're going to be working closely with uh, plant medicine. We're going to be just living our lives there every day, trying to um, be healthier, be closer to nature. And it's been a, a struggle for the last three or four months, but I'm really looking forward to that as the next step and the next chapter in our lives. So that's kind of where I am Um, to give you a bit more, a bit more background. If you want as to what I've done in December, I did two aboga ceremonies I did two San Pedro ceremonies, and then I did four ayahuasca ceremonies. So for anyone listening, um, those are very, uh, three very powerful plant medicines. The most powerful, um,
1: the grandfather and the grandmother and you double dosed.
0: Yeah, exactly, man. So, so it's been crazy, you know. I've just been trying to integrate this back into my life, um, which has been hard. Where I live in Glasgow, Scotland, um, <clears throat> there's been a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of. Uh, um pressures I suppose if you like and family, friends, yep. society, culture just the way it is it's very hard to co- to go from that and to come back here you know and live normally because you're vibrating at such a different frequency it's, it's really really hard to adapt and change and I've been struggling with it man myself you know I've been um, kind of going to the dark side kind of sometimes and I've been struggling with it and I've been having to battle some inner demons but like uh, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, know I'm on the right path so I'm just mm-hmm. looking forward to, to changing my environment to changing my space and to raising my kids in Costa Rica you know man,
1: It's been such the journey for you. And it's been so badass to watch you. Um, We're doing Uh this podcast live on Facebook, which is really cool. And if you haven't been joining us on Facebook, because you're hearing this on iTunes right now. But if you haven't been joining us on Facebook, start following Educate Inspire Change. Because Kasim Mm. and I met through plant medicine, actually, um, almost two years ago, which has been quite the journey, man. And it's a and it's a beautiful thing as your friend and as a fellow content creator to see the type of content that you're putting out that actually moves the needle in people's hearts like this is this is what we've been training for. Cash. Yeah. We've been training yeah. for this shit for years. And so now is the time. Like now is the time to put out real conscious content that is mm. really flying in the face of the negative stuff out there. Because let's be honest, man, I can't think I'm 39 about to be 40. I can't think of another mm. time in my life where I felt more fear around me. Let us know if you guys feel this way too. Like, are you feeling everyone's collective fear right now? It's Mm -hmm. coming up a lot. Like how have you been, had people reaching out to you personally? Like what's it been like for you? this Craziness. It's everywhere, man. Uh, obviously, me running
0: Educate Inspire Change, I get mails every day to my inbox, you know, emails, messages, text messages, and it's all around uh, this coronavirus. It's all around, like, what people think is happening, the truth behind it. Yeah. There are conspiracy theories flying everywhere. There's, um, you know, the media are spreading fear like no one's business. You know, right. everywhere you look, you just, you, all you hear is numbers, you know, death tolls, this many dead, this many dead. You know, we're struggling here. So people are naturally so scared. They're even scared to leave the front door, which is fine, because I, I do, I am an advocate for staying home. I do believe we should limit this virus, but I am very worried about the kind of fear that's spreading through the world just now because fear is a breeding ground for virus to spread. You know, the, the more that we are all in a state of fear, we're going to be attracting mental health problems. We're going to be attracting more disease, more illness. So that this is my concern. I'm really hoping that People can use this time to really search inwards, to connect to each other, to connect to themselves and to really uh, start leading a more healthy life, to start having more healthy relationships. Let's use this time to grow from, you know. um, And and, and, and life, when, when you really have a hard time like this, it's how you respond that defines how you're going to react, you know. So if we can respond from this with a sense of unity and with a sense of belonging and a sense of love, then we can really, really use it as a catalyst to
1: change the world. You yeah, know? I just had this huge moment of remembrance where I, I don't know if you've read Victor Frankl's man's search for meaning.
0: Mm-hmm. Have I
1: haven't read it. Sorry. No. Okay. So Holy shit. Everyone mm-hmm. watching or listening, like, you know, you've all heard this phrase between stimulus and response. There is a choice. Yeah. Just let that land for a moment. Like there's a choice. It's one thing to like read books and get all these books in our brain and have like all these certifications. And but but really, mm-hmm. dude, like the intelligence that you and I and everybody's working on is embodiment. It's taking those lessons yeah. from mother, from grandfather, from life and actually putting them, matriculating them in our system so that we are what we've learned. That's, that's what's separating the the girls from the women and the men from the boys right now. Like, like the stakes mm. couldn't be higher. So I think mm. what's most important, man, is what I've been really focusing on is what am I doing every day to love myself? What am I um. doing every day to love myself? Is it breath work? Is it meditation? Is it having conscious connection with a brother or a sister? Like mm. that is mm. paramount right now. If, if you are yeah. not doing that, this is your sign to immediately start doing it. Cause self-love yeah. isn't something you read on social media. Like self-love is something no. that you do for yourself, like loving yeah. yourself. And that's the journey, mm. man. Like that's some of the things I wanted to jam with you about today is self-love, mm. you know? Yeah. And everyone has
0: so much time just now, you know? So we, we, for the first time, yeah. we're all having a shared experience. We're all dealing with the same troubles, the same uh, issues every day, you know? So, and we, one thing we all have now is time. Yes. So how are we going to use that time? And time is the most valuable currency, as you know. So how are we going to use it? Even taking 10 minutes in the morning to meditate, to do some breath work, just to be alone in the garden or, or wherever you can be, just to take some time to yourself to really balance your thoughts, balance your energies, and to really, you know, um, um, just consciously be aware of what you're going through and to be the observer. You know, if you can observe yourself and you can see what's happening around you and you can just manage yourself stress-free, then you're going to have, we can make this a beautiful time for everyone, you know, because I I feel like um, uh, uh, all the media and all the stress related to this is causing a lot of issues. I mean, if you think about it, everyone's home with their family members, with loved ones, and there might be a lot of pressures. There might be people in abusive relationships. There might be people having to spend time with people they don't want to be with, you know? Mm. So it's so, so, so important for those people, especially to take time for themselves and to really focus inside, you know?
1: Man, just this morning, I was having a conversation with my love, my partner, Carrie Michelle, and we were like, okay, let's, Mm. let's have some, some structure that's trustable. Right now, what's Mm -hmm. most important, I think, for all of us is because we're stuck at home, we can't go to the park, we can't do the things, have some loving, accountable structure where, okay, Mm -hmm. from this time to this time, I'm going to do my work. From this time yeah. to this time, we can have lunch or we can go do our thing. We can walk around our property. We can practice the safe space. And then from this time, we can have our meals together and we can do everything else. I think structure right now is so powerful, man. If there is one mm-hmm. thing that I'll, I'll put out there from a place of love to everyone is, can you have the courage to enforce some healthy structure right now? Because if you don't, if you go on this route of like being the victim and saying, oh, my God, mm-hmm. my husband's annoying me. My wife is annoying me. I can't believe I didn't know this about her. You guys, we weren't meant to spend 24 seven in close quarters without break with a man or a woman. We weren't built that way. I don't care who you are. So it's (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking natural that I think we're all a little bit triggered right now. And it's also a great time for the squeeze to happen. And this is what I've been feeling, man. I'm curious how you feel about this. Sure. I've been learning a lot about myself uh, that I actually thought I had done work on. You know, I thought I had done a lot of work in regards to my childhood and I have. But what's come up for me lately is this wound of like hypersensitivity to the feminine. And Mm -hmm. it was something that Mother Ayahuasca showed to me, but it really has come up just from being in close proximity with my partner. And I think we all can relate to this. It's like you don't really know who you are until you've been in challenging situations with a loving partner. That's when you really figure out who you are. And that's when all the stuff that you couldn't do when you were single comes to the surface. And that's what I've been feeling, man. So the the wound that I'm going into right now is Hmm. why am I so sensitive? Why why, am I so sensitive? So you're becoming more sensitive during this time to your partner, yeah? Absolutely. More sensitive, Hmm. um, random memories from childhood coming up. And um, Hmm. just really like at the bottom of it all, there's this cord almost like an energetic cord that needs some attention instead of like the the traditional path where as men we like push forward and we go i'm, I'm gonna do every possible thing it takes to like heal this inner child i even caught myself saying that this morning mm-hmm. really what the inner child needs the inner young man the inner young woman what that person needs is love and compassion that's that's yeah. what my young man needs inside so this yeah. time where my man responsibilities, you know, running wellness for us, having the podcast, doing our, our business with Rhythmia and everything else that we're up to to serve the world, which I love and believe in, but it has its opportunity cost. And so I feel like the world and our responsibilities don't stop because we want to do the inner work and in healing. That's our responsibility to actually do that no matter what. So that's what I've been mm-hmm. feeling into, man. And a big part of it has been, okay, what's the tyrant in the, in the high chair really want? Cause I've had a tyrant, (laughs) I've had a tyrant come out lately. Like, like the the other day, like I had a moment where I had to go lay on the couch and breathe. And I, I totally like yelled at my partner and then I felt bad afterwards. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So it's, it's the whole, the whole (laughs) earth has been shaking. And what I found is, oh, well, this is making me the man. This is preparing me to be a father. Like that's, that's Mm. what this is about. I know you're a father too, man. So what's come up for you in the compression? (laughs) Cause I've definitely been feeling compressed. Have anybody else feeling compressed? There's like five people Mm -hmm. like, yes.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, man, I think all relationships are right now under the magnifying glass, you know, yep. not even just not even just partners, but, you know, mothers and daughters or brothers and sisters. I think all relationships are now for the first time being, you're being forced together and close proximity with people that you're not used to being with 24 seven, you know. Yep. So this is this is really going to be a time for people to uh, get to know themselves and to get to know their, part, their loved ones and their family better than they've ever known before. You know, so, so uh, for me personally, um, I've actually been enjoying spending time with my children a lot more than I'm used to. Um, so for me, I've, I've loved that aspect of it. And we're in a unique situation where we chose to move in with my mother a few months ago before we moved to Costa Rica. Oh, shit. So I'm, a, I'm actually in a house with six people just now in a three bedroom house. Oh. So there's, there's, there's me, my mother, my brother, my partner, and my two children. And we're all in three bedrooms. And like, I obviously we have a living room, a dining you room, get but to know each other it's quite- real fast. Real fast. Yeah. So as you can Im- as you can imagine, there's lots of conflict. There's lots of fighting over the bathroom. There's all this kind <laughs> of stuff going on. It's crazy, man. You know it really is. But 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 I have to say one thing. I'm kind of relishing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've always yearned for having a big family I've always yearned to have that kind of family structure and I've never really had it you know I've always looked at people who have big family dinners on the weekends and they're all together and there's a feeling of unity and I've never really had it so now for the first time I actually have it so I, I'm trying to embrace it and enjoy it as much as I can even fighting through the struggles the little arguments the uh, hypersensitivity this is just stuff I'm trying to kind of breathe through and trying to work through it, it comes and goes yeah. as long as you can keep, keep a thick skin and almost practice um, giving each other your perfect personal space and creating healthy boundaries, then I think you're okay. But I think that's an important uh, subject to touch on is giving each other healthy boundaries, you know, and, and being aware of the situation we're in. So if somebody overreacts, understand why they're overreacting and not be Mm. so quick to jump, to jump, jump on them, you know, when you said healthy
1: boundaries, like a thousand hearts came on the screen when you said healthy boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling that cash because God, dude, we don't learn by always going towards the pleasure. I think oh. as you and I both have felt in ceremonies like we learn so much man when we yeah. are actually pushed towards the pain like Paul Check calls mm-hmm. it the pain teacher you know the pain teacher mm-hmm. comes in to teach us something and yeah. as challenging as it is like the adult male and the adult woman and all of us knows that um that pain teacher is there to give us a gift but but inside yeah. I'm like get away from me pain. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck with you right now because I'm dealing with all my responsibilities. So I, one thing I wanted to share with you, man, is like mental hygiene for me, like literally the same way we brush our teeth. Like, can we have mm. hygiene for the brain? And I've been mm. sensing this a lot for myself is are my thoughts that I'm thinking, are they actually mine? And I've been feeling in even my, I did an hour meditation this morning and afterwards I journaled. And the thing that came up for me was my brain is a receiver. So my brain is a receiver and what thoughts am I allowing to come in and what thoughts am I holding on to? Like, cause you know, mm. man, you've been in a ceremony before, you know what it feels like when all of a sudden you get on this path and you're like, wait a minute, that's not mine. That's someone else's mm. shit. Right. I think yeah, you even yeah. shared with me that you were purging for someone else once and, and you were during, here. during ceremony. Can yeah. Can you tell yeah. me
0: that?
1: Yeah. hundred percent. I think I have a habit of it. <laughs> I think I've done it more than once. Yeah. During ceremonies, is? yeah. What do you think that actually is when we we purge for other people? Because sometimes when I'm walking around public, I feel other people's stuff too.
0: Yeah, I think different people are here for different reasons, you know, and I, I've always felt like I'm an empath, like I'm very empathetic to other people, and I feel other people's pain. So I think part of my purpose here on earth is to help others and to live in service to others, you know. So I find that during ceremonies, my... Uh, automatic need to help others even when I'm not trying to do it consciously I can't help doing it I'm purging for them you know I think this is just part of, part of my makeup you know this yeah. is why I created educate inspire change because I wanted to educate inspire and change the world you know so um, it, it just so happens that in the last two years I've realized the best way to do this is to heal myself I spent so many years healing people outside and I forgot to heal myself you know so I think but I think um, this is just part of our makeup we're, we're, we're not meant to be alone bro we're meant to be with people we're meant to be sharing love and there's a comment that just popped up here um, from Stephanie she said I, I was." Like some advice to keep my 16 year old son engaged without tons oh, of fear. No doubt. I'm going to add that to our screen. Mm. Yes, Stephanie. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So. Advice to Stephanie to keep her sixteen year old son engaged without tons of fear. I would say media is another as a big one. Try to keep him away from media as much as you can. You know, um, if you can if you can manage the content that's going into his mind and um, like surround him with positive people, positive content. There's a lot of channels we're putting out videos that educate, inspire, change almost every day of the positive the positive side of coronavirus. You know how it's how it's bringing unity, how people are learning from it, how it's reminding people to be close to their loved ones and all this kind of stuff. So I would say just kind of might be mindful. what what kind of uh, media he's consuming, be mindful who he's talking to
1: in his phone and his personal time. Uh, That would be some advice from me. What do you think, Josh? That's solid, man. I mean, you're a father. So I mean, you're you're coming from like the actual horse Mm. drinking the water. But what I can tell is that with the young generation specifically, dude, they are tied to their phones Mm. 24 seven. So Mm. literally plugging in. And I think as a parent, it's your shepherd It's your it's your loving guidance to create Mm. healthy structure for them, just like you're creating it for yourself. So literally pull your son or daughter away from their phone and be like, all right, for the next hour, we're going to do playtime. We're going to wrestle in the living room. Mm. We're going to do this, like physically pulling them away from the device, I think, is so healthy for hygiene right now for their mind, dude.
0: Yeah. You know, bro, as you say, this, it reminds me of something that happened three or four nights ago. I've got a four year old and a three year old. Yeah. And uh, it breaks my heart. But like three nights ago, my four year old woke up in the middle of the night crying. And he said to me and my mom, he goes, I miss the world. He's like, I miss people. And I was like, OK, it's OK. And he's like, are we going to be OK? And he's asking us, do we have the he was asking questions about the virus. And we realized we're talking to each other to each other about death, about the virus and he's listening in the background and we forgot that he was there, you know so I think this is a very, very important thing that everyone should hear is be mindful what you're saying to people, to other adults, because your children are listening, you know, uh, and they really are listening. Because we forgot, because we were talking about dying, we're talking about death, we're talking about, you know, a, a thousand people died died in Italy in one day, and we, we forget there's a four year old listening in the background, yeah. and that's a, that's the kind of stuff we would never talk to him directly about. But he's obviously hearing it, and this is causing him to have nightmares in his sleep, bro. Mm. So this was this is this really caused us to look at ourselves and to be really really careful because of the energy that we put out, our kids pick up on it. So we have to be shining examples of positive of love for our children, because even if you're not saying things that are out of fear, if you're behaving fearful, if you're behaving nervous, your kids are going to pick up on this. So this is another big, big thing I think we should talk about because uh,
1: our children are so receptive during this time, you know, so we have to be very, very mindful how we behave. Lane says, I feel other people's emotions too, and it's too much sometimes. I feel you, Lane. Hmm. How do you deal with it? Okay, here's how I deal with it. It's going to sound so simplistic and your logical mind, your ego is going to say, this is too simple, Josh, but I promise you, if you just do this six times do six of those that's how you snap yourself out of it i promise you like from my heart to yours, straight up lane and and anybody Mm -hmm. watching or feeling this if you do that you can shift yourself you can shift your state this is the thing that, that when cash you and i know like when you're in a ceremony the only thing that can save you is your breath sometimes like if you, can, much. if you can breathe, then you can choose. It's, it's tattooed on my mm. arm. So like, if we <laughs> can just take a breath, man, or lady, and if we can actually get that breath in our system, that is the most powerful way, Lane, all of us. I mean, this is the age of empaths. Shit, we're all feeling more because we're designed to feel that way anyways. I think actually mm. most people, man, most people are empaths. And I think just society yeah. kind of trains it out of them. But I bet you in, in everyone's soul, when they're a little child and they, they come into this world, um, I think we all are built that way. You know, Jason Silva talks about this in in Brain Games, how we all have this empathetic wiring in our brains. Um, It's what allowed us to be in tribes. Because if your tribe, Mm -hmm. like if Kasim's tribe, if Kash's tribe had corn one winter and we didn't, you might share with us the next winter Mm -hmm. when you needed corn, I'm going to share with you. We're built that way. But what happens is we have unconscious capitalism that has divided people. I'm not saying capitalism is evil. What I'm saying is unconscious capitalism. We're raping and pillaging mother earth. Like that's what's bringing out the empaths. So Lane, I Mm -hmm. feel you. And yeah, sometimes it is too much, you know, and, and the best way to deal with it, honestly, is to, to get our breath work in, to make sure that we're changing our state, to lovingly care about ourselves and then to do what we're doing right now, which is Mm -hmm. to be here with one another. Like this is all we get friends. This is all we get guys. So let's, let's get on with it, you know?
0: Yeah. And and I think this time uh, we've got so much time to ourselves just now that we have real serious time to evaluate our lives, to look at how we're treating our bodies, to look at as our job serving humanity, um, to look at our relationships, our friendships, to look at all aspects of our lives. So I really think it it feels like a big reset button is being pressed just now, you know, and everyone's, everyone's being forced to look inwards, being forced to look at their life and, and you know, five years or 10 years down the line, if another crisis happens, are you going to be prepared? Because right now, no one's prepared, you know? Mm. So in the the future, are you going to be living sustainably? Are you going to be living healthy? Are you going to be in a good mental space to be able to handle this crisis? Because there might be more to come. This might just be the first to come in many, you know? So I think it's about about preparing yourself mentally, physically, financially to be secure and safe. Stop wasting money on stupid things, you know? Like I'm I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, a lot, to save it there because I, I used to love designer clothes, you know, and I would spend silly amounts of money in clothes. And now, at times like this, you're just wishing all that money was in the bank, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, this is, this is I,
1: yeah. I feel that because I've been super lean. My whole business is lean. But now I'm mm. just like, okay, what other little tiny pieces of fat can I cut off this business? Do you guys yeah. feel me? Yeah. Like, everything mm. that we're dealing with right now is a call to arms of what is most important. Like I've Never. I've already made a decision. No matter what, I'm gonna survive. My business is gonna make it, you know. And, and that's it. So if if we just yeah, if we just mentally tell ourselves the real story, which is by the way the mm. one that we're writing all the time, um, mm. if, if if for me I can just hold on to that, and I can choose to hold on to that through all my practices, that's gonna make or break everything. So I, yeah. I think I think to to piggyback on what you're saying, man. If if we're putting ourselves in a space of love where we can actually care for ourselves. And no matter where we are with, maybe we're with like six people like you are, or maybe we're in in a situation where where we're triggered. Can we just continue to go back to love and compassion? That is probably Mm. the most powerful tool we can have right now is love and compassion. Mm. And and I'll say it again, because it might not land because it kind of goes one one ear and out the other. If we can have love and compassion right now, and we Mm. can really embody that imperfectly yeah. perfect. Just do your best. You're, you're going yeah. to fuck up. You're yeah. going to fuck up. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. But if you can, yeah. if you can shorten the cycle of recommitment, um, mm. if it takes five days to come back in love with your partner, or if it takes five minutes, just commit, just commit. I mean, you've been through it too, man. You, you had, you had a situation where you were going to break up in the past and you came together yeah. because th- you brought a child into the world. Like, yes. like those times tested you and prepared you for now.
0: Big time. Yeah, I think the, the, the bigger the test, the, the more rewarding can be the outcome, you know, or the bigger the rewards can be. So the mo- I almost embrace times like this. I'm almost like uh, enjoying the hardship and relishing it because I know after this, we're going to come out stronger. We're going to be more bonded. We're going to be more aware. We're going to be more conscious. We really are almost transcending just now. You know, the whole planet is for the first time. We're all experiencing the exact same thing. Think about that. You know, every every household, every person, every mother, every father, we're all experiencing the exact same problems, the exact same pressures, the exact same. You know, for the first time, we're more connected than ever before. If you think about it, yep. as a as a as a as a human race, you know. Yes. So how we how we come from this is really going to define us and define the future for our kids for our grandkids and, and um, I really want my children to remember this time as a time of positivity a time of unity I don't want them to look back and think or oh, remember that time when we were all so scared and fearful when everyone was dying I, I don't want them to remember this as that time I want them to remember that virus that happened many years ago as a time when mum and dad got together and we all rallied together and we all became closer and, and we all overcame yeah, you know man. that's that,
1: that's what this time should be remembered as Ah, I just, um, I just took a breath and I've been taking lots of breaths. So as you're watching this, you guys, if you're loving Mm -hmm. what Cash and I are discussing, please share this right now. Mm -hmm. Share Mm. this with as many people as possible because we need this message, not of just positivity, but of actually Mm. inspiring other people. You know what Mm. I've always loved about your brand? It actually just hit me. Like motivation is what we see everywhere, dude. Everybody's like, stay Mm -hmm. motivated. Make sure you're motivated. Motivation is so temporary. Are you kidding me? Like during a time (laughs) like this, if you try to like lean on motivation, you're done. You're done. The only way to have times like this where we can actually thrive, which by the way, Anthony, you're right. Thrive, not just survive. Is if we have inspiration, we have to have inspiration in order to thrive. We can't just be motivated. It's not going to work. Yeah. Anthony's actually somebody I was with in, in Costa Rica. I was with, I was doing ayahuasca with
0: Anthony in January, and this man, me and him, are going to get together in Costa Rica, and we're going to we're, we've got plans to build our own community. You know, mm. and, and these are the kind of people I want to vibe with. These are my tribe, people that want to create community because we're not this this virus has shone a light on how we're supposed to live. We're not actually meant to be in built-up cities with millions of people. Amen. We're actually meant. We're meant to live in small communities where we protect and provide for each other and we live sustainably within our means. This is vital to the future of humanity, you know? And I feel like more more and more people I speak to, especially people like yourself and people who do plant medicine, people who do mindfulness more and more of us are being called to move to nature to move away from cities and to be in small communities that are sustainable and we all look after each other where there's no fear you know there's no fear of like you know locking your doors at night there's no fear of crime there's only love there's no fear of uh, you know paying bills or needing food to feed your kids to survive we just want to provide and protect and look after each other you know so yes. I feel like this time this time there's going to be a massive surge in people doing this and, I, and I'm looking forward to it myself uh, and I, and that Anthony just reminded me of that there you know so I'm looking forward to seeing
1: yeah, Anthony. Oh, Anthony, you're the man, dude. Thrive, not survive. Yeah. yeah and and yeah. Miriam's adding to our, to our broadcast, love, compassion and acceptance. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't I didn't think about acceptance because a lot of times people will use the word surrender. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, surrender to the moment, surrender to what is sometimes surrender and acceptance like they go hand in hand. And I think right now what we're all struggling with is we're trying to figure out what the fuck is really going on. Like what's actually mm. happening? Because once, once we know what's happening, then we can start doing our emotional intelligence work to accept and surrender to it. But I think right now, the biggest tool that any of us can have is just being okay in the not knowing and actually surrendering, Miriam, and accepting that we're in the not knowing right now. We really yeah. are. And mm. so all we get is like, hmm, What's our training? What's our practices? How can we practice self-love, compassion, love, kindness, and service? They're not just buzzwords. Like, they're practical, tangible, powerful tools that I think in some way, man, are driving us back to nature, like you mentioned. Yeah. Well, I'm fortunate yeah. enough to be in a space here where like, I'm close to the water. So if I want to go to the ocean and stay away from people and be in nature, I can do that. You know, because mm. it is important right now with us not knowing to have some healthy guidelines, right? Like I see yeah. a lot of people, they're, they're not taking this seriously. What I'm, What I'm saying is it's not that we shouldn't take it seriously or not. It's that we should take looking at it seriously. Like let's mm-hmm. look at what's going on. Let's do our diligence. Let's figure out what the real facts are and let's take our time. And in the presence of doubt and with the absence of facts, let's just take one step closer to something that makes us feel better. Let's all just yeah. do that as a collective, right? Absence yeah. of facts, presence of doubt, no clear course. So then just do the things that you feel are most in alignment with love, compassion, and service. And then I think, bro, mm. I think that's going to be different for a lot of people right now. Big time,
0: big time. Yeah, I, I want to ask you a question. So, there's been lots of people who are reacting to the virus and not not treating it very seriously, and I, and I see a lot of separate, separation. People getting angry at people who are maybe not practicing social distancing, or people, you know, how there's I think in Florida there were people going to the beach. Yeah. How 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 are you how are you reacting to that? Like, what would you say to people instead of being angry towards those people? How how can we um, be the change we wish to see, if you like? And how can we yeah. try to educate these people to do the right thing?
1: So, you're doing all the things. You're eating well. You're minimizing eating anything but organic. You're breathing, you're moving, you're sleeping, you're doing all the good things. But here's the question Are you actually getting the quality nutrition that your body deserves and that it needs? It's what provides us with energy every day. And when we don't give our body the nutrients that it needs, we feel it. I know I do. Lacking motivation, the monkey mind comes up, I get stuck in ruts, drag ourselves to work back and forth you get it you don't need to hire a nutritionist though you don't need to live at the gym either actually all you need is about two minutes a day and um, our sponsor organifi can help you with the rest morning noon and night these organifi superfoods have your micronutrients covered the green juice has 11 detoxing superfoods moringa chlorella ashwagandha wheatgrass coconut water a ton more to bring your energies up and your cortisol down then in the afternoon is the red. The red juice is my favorite. It's what I do before a workout. It's got the adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms, so you can get that extra boost of nitric oxide. And then at night, I go with the gold. The gold makes me sleep really good. It's got lemon balm, which is calming and soothing. Go to Organifi.com forward slash wellnessforce. You can get this sunrise to sunset pack. They have the green, the red, the gold. For a huge discount, you get 20% off. Wellness force is the code. Organify.com forward slash wellness force try the green the red the gold in one day I promise you you'll feel better because that's how it makes me feel Organify.com forward slash wellness force make sure you use the code wellness force to get 20% off and share it as a gift to a friend okay so last night I lead a men's group and um if if you're a conscious woman or a conscious man and you're not in some type of a community group maybe maybe this is it for you and that's awesome you're here perfect But Mm -hmm. now is the time to come together because your question is answered by something that came up for me in our men's group last night. And it was, a friend of mine has a woman that's being called to arms in the medical service industry. She typically wouldn't go into emergency rooms or into the ER, but now she's possibly gonna be summoned there and he's afraid, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. rightly so. Um, And so what we're all experiencing right now is we're taking a big look at our mortality. And when we're questioned with our mortality, it can happen in a plant medicine ceremony. I've died twice. <laughs> so, so. but when we're questioned in this real life with our mortality, we want to stay in the game. We want to be here. We want to we survive and we want to thrive. And so mm-hmm. where I'm going with this whole conversation is I'm watching how I react and I'm lovingly responding instead. That is my mm-hmm. biggest tool that I have right now is like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel the fear. And sometimes it makes me go, <gasps> because I don't mm-hmm. want my friends' um, spouses or girlfriends or husbands to be in peril, I don't. And there's a lot of people in the medical industry that we really don't know the full spectrum of where this, quote, virus is going. Mm-hmm. I have my thoughts. I don't want this to be a conspiracy theory conversation because it's not the right place no. for it. But I do sure. I do have my own private thoughts. If you wanna learn those, come to Wellness Force so we can talk about it. I think what's going on right now is, on a high level, we're being faced with our mortality and on that mm-hmm. high level as we're faced with our mortality the best possible tool and the best thing we can do is practice responding practice responding <sighs> use your breath use community don't try to do this on your own y'all cuz if you're a lone wolf trying to practice responding you're going to wind up chewing your own leg off like it's not it's not going to work if you try to just like do this on your own and be a lone wolf so that's that's my answer brother is like really truly take this time to embody real connection Not just Mm -hmm. posting in a Facebook group, but like actually Mm -hmm. connecting and having conversation through the medium of technology and be mindful about what you're doing with social distancing and be mindful Mm -hmm. in general about your hygiene right now, just washing your hands Mm -hmm. and whatnot. But the most Mm -hmm. important thing on top of that is do not become a victim of fear. Do not allow yourself yeah. right now to become a victim of fear. Do not read and consume news media all day that puts you in a sympathetic state. That's when your nervous system shifts over. Um, yeah. That's the big one, man. And I think Marie says, trust, surrender, give love and have thanks. Marie's got the ticket. Like this is about Marie. trusting and surrendering everyone. That's, that's my fiance right there. <laughs> oh, this is Marie. So Marie knows. <laughs> yeah, she knows, man. <laughs> Marie knows what's up. Mar- Marie's in that house with six other people. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so Marie's got the understanding, man. And I yeah. and I do want to say this: like a, a lot of times, um, people will say, well, "What are the five things I need?" Or like, "What are the tools that I actually need?" Right now, you guys, if you go to wellnessforce.com forward slash uh, m twenty one, a free breathwork week free tools for you, like really loving, powerful things that you can do. I've sourced it from talking with people like Kasim over the past five years. Like (laughs) what are the common threads that all of us can actually benefit from? I promise you, if you go to wellnessforce.com forward slash M 21, you can get a week worth of breath work. It'll help you so tremendously. It's been my go-to it's been my absolute go-to. And like Marie said, um, it's the way that I can tap into that fuel source of mm. love and trust and surrender. Because if I'm holding my breath cash, like nothing good's gonna yeah. happen, man. Period. No. Yeah. Love it, bro.
0: You're so insightful, man. I really I, I watched your live with your partner Carrie and um about the breath work. And it was beautiful. Thank you. And it really I, I really it was the first time I've watched a video and followed it to the end, you know? Hell yeah. Like for for breath work. So I really appreciate that man.
1: It's big because I I one of the things that's I've been feeling is There's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of media outlets. There's a lot of people that are doing breath work. And you know what? We need more. Mm. Mm. (laughs) We just need more. So any any kind of scarcity mindset where people think, who am I to create right now? Or who am I Mm. to do my thing? fear is a liar. It's just a liar. You guys, do you realize the mass fucking exodus that's coming online right now? There are people that are leaving brick and mortar businesses that have been out there for 10, 20, 30 years. They're coming online and they're going to come online to stay because that's the shift that's happening right now.
0: Mm.
1: Your business with conscious content, my business, where we're putting out things that people can consume, that'll actually make them feel something that'll inspire Mm. them. That's going to be the wave of the future. And we're living that Mm. future right now. I mean, it's happening right now. So that's my advice, y'all, is like, use these tools. Go to the URL that I mentioned. Consistently check in with Educate Inspire Change because if not, then you could fall prey to some of the other fear-based stuff out there. Like there's a war, mm. dude. And that war is our our attention. Our currency is mm. attention right now. Yeah. So, you know, we're helping Facebook right now by being on Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're benefiting exactly, from yeah. your channel. But so yeah. we, so there's a duality there. It's crazy. Sure. We live in a crazy time, man. We really do.
0: Yeah, big time. I think Lane's asking to post a link. We'll post that link in the comments. We can do that.
1: Yeah, Josh? Yeah, I'll post it right now. Yep. Yeah, and um, and please reach out to me individually. like write me a DM. Wellness hmm. Force is on Instagram. Um, we're here, you guys, like this we're we're in this together, and I'm actually so I'm, I'm in such so, such joy that I get to create with you man, because God, it's been a long time coming. It's been five years of doing this podcast, you know, Wellness force. Mm-hmm. and what I've well. what I've heard and felt over and over and over again is you never know who you're touching by you just doing your dream, by you just living your dream for one mm. email or one message that you get, or for any of us here that create things, there's like mm. 50 to hundred people that felt something awesome from what you did, mm. but they're never going to reach out to you. And that's okay. Yeah. Just know that like yeah. the impact that all of us can make right now, like literally every single, all the hundreds of people on this live, all the thousands of people that are listening to this. Now's the time ladies and gents to do your thing. To live your dream, hmm. to not contribute to the broken capitalistic system that's that's fed through an unconscious lens. Let's take capitalism and let's use it consciously, so that we can help each other, so that we can connect with each other. And um, you know, I'd love to meet you in Costa Rica on the off grid living experiment too. That'd be so fun. Uh, I
0: can't wait. Yeah, I think we coined that phrase: conscious capitalism. Conscious <laughs>
1: capitalism. Yeah, like, I love it's it. here. It's not going anywhere. So let's use it yeah. to our advantage. Let's use it from a place of love, you know. And uh, um, Marty's just blowing up the feed right now. Okay, we're gonna have to monitor <laughs> this feed. We got some some real opinions here. Lane says, "Can you post the link?" Yes. Um, Tara or Lily says, "The soul is immortal." Cash, mm. what's your thoughts on that? The soul being um,
0: immortal. I think. Um, well, I could go into quite a lot of depth here on that subject, based on my plant medicine journeys. But um, my understanding of the soul's journey is, and this is just something I picked up during plant medicine and during meeting some shamans, is that we all start off um, like uh, as spirit, and we turn into like uh, one of the shamans said he saw himself being born as a, as a as a flick of fire, like he was his soul was born as fire, and some of us are born as water, some are, are land, earth, and so one of the four elements, and then over time this. Uh, progressed and he became like a rock and then he became like a plant then he became like an insect or an animal and then after the animal he started his human journey and now we're all currently experiencing this this soul journey as as a human and the next step of evolution is we, we we turn into something else we become spirit if you like or some kind of higher more evolved being so it's just a soul's journey and at the end of the journey we go back to where we began so it's like a never-ending cycle. So in that sense you could almost say the soul is immortal. We start we began at source and we end at source. So from that aspect, yeah, the soul is immortal.
1: I think the soul's immortal because I've had memories and and visions and experiences where dude, I had a moment when I was in Austin and I was pulling mm. up to my friend Chad's house and we get out and all of a sudden there's this deer that walks up. And I look <laughs> at the deer and the, and the deer looks at me. I swear to god I I had a conversation with the deer where I was like, you're me, huh? And the deer was like, yep. (laughs) I mean, this is how how crazy. Yes, the soul is immortal because I was seeing some other soul that knew that my soul was in me. I mean, you guys, there's Mm. so much more here than meets the eye. There's so much more here than Mm. we ever are seeing. Why do you think Mm. that certain animals can see certain color spectrums that others people Mm. can't see? Why do you think that cats are constantly looking around or even dogs like There is Mm -hmm. so much more than what we actually Mm -hmm. experience here in the 3D. And I do believe like what Lily was saying. um, Yeah, I think the soul is immortal. And you know what else I think, man? I think sometimes Mm -hmm. we are living out the sins of our mothers and our fathers. I think that, Mm -hmm. you know, when I really feel into it, because her comment just brought it up for me, like, yeah, our soul is immortal. And if we all come from the same source intelligence, then we're all just individuated fractions or individuated consciousness of Mm. that source intelligence. So yeah, the soul is infinite and eternal because it all comes from the same infinite source, Mm. the same soul. So for me, it's like, I feel like we've just been disrespecting ourselves Mm. and disrespecting our mother so much, this planet, this Mm. earth. Mm. Now is the time. Like when, when you and I get sick, bro, we, our temperature rises, we cough. When we get a virus ourselves, we, we, we get it out of our system by heating up and we cook off the things that don't serve us. Well, how we've been treating Mother Earth is the virus. And for some reason, mm. source intelligence has brought in this virus to help us cook off our ways of being that aren't coming from love. That's mm. how I feel about this whole thing.
0: That's an amazing way to look at it. It's an amazing perspective. I mean, you can almost treat this virus as a gift. Almost. It sounds obviously um, like, uh, obviously I've got nothing but sympathy and, and uh, like uh, condolences to all the people that are suffering and struggling out there and have experienced death, but from a, from a, a world perspective, uh, uh, we can treat this as a gift. And that might sound very hard for some people to hear, mm. but um, but sometimes the worst things that can happen to us in our own lives can be the best things, you know? Uh, like, for example, you know my story when I had my first son 11 years ago and he was taken from me, I couldn't see him. This was the most painful thing I ever experienced, but in mm. hindsight, it's a gift. It's a gift, You know, it taught me many things about myself. It forced me to grow, it forced me to change, and it made me the man I am today. Mm. So, so collectively, we're experiencing a, a lot of pain, a lot of fear just now, but if we can treat this pain, this fear as a gift, we can then use that gift and grow from it. So I think that perspective that you offered is really beautiful and we just need to, um, you know, how you perceive things is how how they are. So if you look at something as being bad and evil and and horrible, then that's going to become that.
1: If you can look at something as being a gift, as something to learn from,
0: then it will become that.
1: And dude, we have a lot of work to do as a collective. So, you know, there is what you're sharing with like this perspective. There's so many layers on top of that as well. Like our childhood Mm -hmm. conditioning, um, our emotional, contagion that we get from our society, the type of news media that we take in you guys like there's, there's a lot of sources that come in to either change our perception to good or change our perception that everything's going to be like the Titanic and sink. (laughs) So, so my feeling on this is, and I heard John Wineless, John Wineland, he's a guy that I had on the podcast uh, just this week. And we did a show about masculine and feminine polarity. and, And we touched on the virus a little bit and what he was saying that he lost his daughter, You know, Mm -hmm. she has a TEDx with millions of views. This is the woman with the the tubes in her nose. And um, I forget the name of it, but he's been through tremendous, tremendous casualty and loss in his life. And he, and he said something that was so profound to me. He said that your, your wound is actually the most powerful place that you can serve others from. And if you can just get in touch with your wound, like, like you said about your son, like, like, or, or maybe me with, um, mental health and, and my mom's illness or, um, my father's cognitive dissonance or, or being picked on or bullied, like we all have our stuff and it's, it's all good. I'm not saying that one Mm -hmm. person's is better or worse than the other, but if we can really get in touch with that wound, like, and just, and just be its friend in a way almost, Mm -hmm. and start parenting Mm -hmm. and shepherding the young woman and the young man inside of ourselves, holy shit, we're going to transform. I mean, our entire world is going to transform. And I think a lot of us who are experiencing adversity right now and experiencing pain, it's here for a reason. (laughs) <laughs> the pain teacher has come to teach y'all. And, and hmm. I'm not in any way disrespecting or, 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 mitigating the people that are dying right now. Cause that's real. And I want to send love and, and respect and wellness to their families. But I will say this, this is here for a reason. And we're all going to learn what that reason is individual to ourselves. And if we can then breathe and turn towards being a solution to the world and serving people from our wound, bro. It's game over. There's not going to be any more hardcore duality. There's going to be some duality, but it's not going to be the the shifting crazy pendulum where so many people don't have food and water and care and service Mm -hmm. like this. This has to end. We can't continue on anymore like we've been doing it.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think it is ending. I think I think it's begun. I think ever since two thousand and twelve, since that Mayan um, prediction of, of the new beginning. Yes. I think ever since then, there's been that shift, and just now we're we're right in the thick of it. We're right in the middle of it, and I think I'm really optimistic for the future, man. Even in these dark dark times, yeah. I feel nothing but optimism. You know, and and I feel like th- through every major crisis, major incident, major war. It's how, if you can look at that in a positive light, then we can turn it into something really beautiful, man. And I really feel passionate about that. I feel like we can make this the most beautiful time. We can use it as a catalyst to grow from, you know, you know, we can really, really save a lot of hardship, a lot of heartache in the future. So although there might be some heartache and some hardship just now, but we have to think open-mindedly and think about the future and think how much of this can we prevent in the future from this, you know? So I'm really optimistic about this.
1: How do you think the off-grid is going to work for you? And just on like a a riff level, how do you see Mm -hmm. that working out for more people, like where people want to go and be in sustainable communities? Like what's the future look like in that way for you?
0: I mean, for me, I want to be in a sustainable community where we're self-sustaining, where we grow our own food, where we can live off solar power, where we don't have to worry about uh, council tax and rates and bills and the pressure of paying bills in time, yeah. where we can just and we can, where we can leave our doors unlocked, where we can be surrounded by family and friends, where we can really live with nature, be at one with nature. We can still have our vices, we can still have our phones, we can still have Wi-Fi, we can still have you know computers and cars and all all this kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not saying let's go back to caveman days. We can still have dark chocolate. We can, <laughs> yeah, we can have dark chocolate. We can, we can still. I mean I I have my vices I I enjoy a a glass of wine I I, you know enjoy I enjoy going to the cinema I enjoy I enjoy going for long drives I enjoy all this stuff but but we need to have balance and we need to stop doing things to extreme and we need to to start loving ourselves so we stop hurting ourselves you know and as long as we do everything from a place of love I mean I'll now have a glass of wine from a place of love whereas maybe three or four years ago I was going out and I was getting shit-faced from a place of pain you know I was hurting myself with alcohol you know so so it's just about perception it's about loving yourself and it's about caring and loving and trusting yourself and trusting others that's all it's about man and i think as long as we as long as we love ourselves then the rest will happen you know we can we can we can look at systems and ways of implementing change but i think it comes from a place of self love as long as we have that self love then all these communities will build and grow naturally you know
1: lane says your future sounds a lot like mine yeah, Lane, because we're all in the same future together. But but the challenge yeah. is this, Cash, and this is what I was feeling when mm. you're, you're describing like earlier, before we even came on the show, like all the mm. ceremonies you've done, uh, mm. San Pedro and Ayahuasca and just going through your own mm. personal hell and heaven mm. at the same time. Mm. Man, yeah. what was that like for you to now be here? And be integrating. Because this is where the real ceremony, this is where the rubber meets the road, dude. Do you know, you know? Do, do you know I think all those ceremonies prepared me for this. What's up? I, I, I think
0: like I, I was in the Boga in December. Yeah. And during the Boga ceremony, um, I was purging so hard. And someone said to me, you were cleaning out your lungs. Because they looked at me and they saw my lungs, my lungs were bright red. Mm. And I was coughing up thick, thick black kind of stuff, you know. And uh, I feel like I, I have asthma and I have breathing problems. And I feel like had I not done that, maybe I would have been suffering a lot more just now, you know mm. so like i i I feel like that prepared me i feel like um doing i did i did uh, 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 the frog the Campbell, yeah I did Campbell, which is a healing medicine, yeah where it purges you and talk, detoxifies your body yeah. i' done that in january and I, and I feel like that has built my immune system up so much. So, I feel like I subconsciously was going through these medicine journeys almost in preparation for this massive change, this massive shift, you know? So, I'm really glad that I think from ayahuasca last March, it, it, it told me to do a boga. And I think it told me for a reason. And then, doing a boga, uh, I, I met people who then invited me to different retreats and to do cambo and ayahuasca. So, I, I feel like I've been guided by my higher self through all these journeys just to heal myself, to heal my family. And I think us moving to Costa Rica as a part of that healing journey as well, because mm. I'm taking my kids, I'm taking my fiance. I want to take my mother. And, and I feel like um, the sooner I can get them away from this city, because I, I feel like they're now going to enforce vaccines. They're now going to change laws and yeah. they're now going to be, you know, for our own, for our own good, you know? Sure. So I feel like the sooner, the sooner we can get away and build our own communities, the better.
1: Amen. <laughs> mic mic yeah. drop, bro. Because what I, mm. what I sense is, There is real rational fear that's coming up. Like, I'll be honest with you. Nobody's vaccinating me. It's just not going to happen. So if I need to go to the forest or I need to go to the mountains, that's fine. But, Mm. you know, and again, I don't want to make this like a conspiracy theory conversation. There are real evil energies in the world. That's why the light is so needed. They're both Mm -hmm. there. Like you and I have talked about Alan Watts a whole bunch. And I think Alan Watts has even been in some of your content. Alan Watts (laughs) always shares with us about the Tao, you know, the the great Tao. It it loves and nourishes all things, but it does not lord it over them. And so Mm. whenever we're experiencing something as a collective or a society where somebody's lording something over us, that ain't the right path. If you feel Mm -hmm. like somebody's dangling a puppeteer string over you or you feel like somebody's pushing fear at you or somebody's using control and it just doesn't feel right, trust that barometer. I mean, that barometer is there for a reason, you know, like relationships even where people are controlling to a point where um, it's hurting someone else or Mm -hmm. they're losing themselves. I feel like we've lost ourselves as a nation, you know, as a collective, and I feel like this is a way to bring us back home. This is a way to come back mm-hmm. home, but we're not going to come back home unless we're actually willing to let go of where we've been traveling. We have to let go of the reins right now. And and honestly, dude, I feel in I feel in a very strong way as uncomfortable as it is with all these deaths and people stuck at home and us having to look at our shit, the beauty is that we're all looking at our shit. I mean, yeah. and, I mean, let's let's bring that in droves. <laughs> In the month mm. ahead, like in these next 30 days, like what can you be if you just spend some time going inward? This is one of the things we, we talk about in the beginning is like, yeah, mental yeah. hygiene, space to go inward, community power, relationships. Man, mm-hmm. if we can all just spend some time with ourselves now more than ever, that'll shift overnight. Can you imagine what yeah. would happen if everybody meditated at the same time in the world for an hour? Oof. I mean, wow. it's game, set, match. There'd be yeah. there'd be no more of this. There'd, we'd look at each other. We'd be like, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry about that." Uh, Let's let's restart. <laughs> let's let's do something new. So um, yeah. it's so fun to podcast with you, man. I feel like we could go for yeah. a long time. Um, you too, man. You know, just before we end the podcast, like um, we mentioned briefly about my plant medicine journeys. Yeah. So just
0: so you know, I don't think you even know this, Josh, but I've I've brought on a new film director. Yeah, and he and we're basically going to make. Three different documentaries from my Abogas journey, my San Pedro journey, and my Ayahuasca journey. Yes, and then we're going to Rhythmia in July, and we're going to have a big, huge, uh, like a, a film crew there—three, three cameras, three cameramen—and we're going to really finish this thing. So I'm looking forward to creating all this content, and then we're going to make it. Like a, it's going to be a, an ongoing series, you know, where we just go to different retreats around the world, spreading the plant medicine, different healing modalities, and um, you know, different retreats. And this is going to—this is the path I'm on that I'm being called to, and, I, and I'm looking forward to sharing that with all our audiences at wellness force yes. and with educate inspire change and they should be coming out in the, ne- in the next couple of months man so i'm really looking forward to
1: and i saw sharing the, teaser. My ju- sh- the teaser is amazing yeah. like we'll i'll yeah. post the link for the teaser in, in our show yeah. notes and also on facebook live man yeah. like the guy you have that's creating this content what was his name hmm.
0: Well, I've got, I've got, I've now got two different people. So I've got Samuel, I've got Samuel Austin, who's making the first documentary from Awakening the Soul. Yeah. So, so, and then I've got a a new guy who's a Spanish film director. His name is Borja and he's, and he's got 20 years experience in filmmaking. He's been in Peru for the last four years, filming a family and making a big documentary. And so he's, I'm really excited to bring him on board Mm -hmm. and, and in the future he's going to be helping me with all my film projects. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you guys, man. It's going to be amazing.
1: Um, Bali said in regards to meditation, She said, there's one Mm -hmm. coming up on the fourth search unify on Facebook. That's what we need right now. And by the way, how can people join you in July? Uh, Rhythmia,
0: man. Rhythmia uh, Life Advancement Center, which is in Costa Rica. I think we're going to be there from the tw- 12th to the 19th. And it's going to be a crazy, crazy week because we've got so many thought leaders. Giovanni Bartolomeu is going to be there. Mm. He's going to be the thought leader. We're going to have uh, the shamans there. We're going to have me and all my friends and family there. Even my mum, who's 60 years old, who's a Muslim woman, is coming to do plant medicine, bro. Wow. And, we're gonna, and she's going to be, she's bringing her friend who's also a Muslim, who's also elderly, and they're both coming for the first time to do plant medicine. I can't believe it. That's going to be and a so cool that's gonna, story. It's going to be an amazing story, you know, and I think it's really going to help the documentary because it's opening us up to a whole new spectrum of people, you know. Um, uh, so it'll be really interesting.
1: Mm. Well, I'm, I'm stoked to follow that. And um, yeah, it's just such an honor to, to have this conversation, man, and to amplify this conversation. We need this now so much. Like, if we can all just pause right now, and I'm saying this for myself, can we just pause right now? Can we literally hit the pause button and just allow ourselves to be with what is? Like, what's the story you're telling yourself about why you can't create? What's the story you're telling yourself about why you need to treat your spouse a certain way? And it's come up full frontal for me, as I shared earlier. Like, you know, the time for us to learn is now. Like, my mission with Wellness Force is how do I discover physical and emotional intelligence? In other words, how do I live my life well? my mission, my mess is my message. That's what I'm bringing mm-hmm. to the world. It's the same thing with you, man. You're, you're not perfect. I mean, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Oh. You're pretty good. <laughs> but you're, oh, but you're not perfect, bro. Like, you, you know, you're, oh. you're still educating, inspiring, and changing yourself. So yeah. this is not gurus talking to, to the quad here. This is a human no. being with another human being sharing a collective message that is going to raise the water where we're all swimming, where we're all living. All of us are here together. So thank you so much, brother, for coming on the Wellness Force podcast and letting me share it with your community. Um, People can learn more at facebook.com forward slash educate, inspire, change. You already know because you're here. But for Wellness (laughs) Force, like please give Cash some love. Listen to his podcast. Tell us about your podcast, man.
0: Oh, yes. I've got a podcast, Educate Inspire Change with Cash Can. It's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on YouTube, here on Facebook. So yeah, please give me a follow, guys. Um, I haven't created much content in the last uh, three or four weeks with this virus. It's been hard to get out and about, but there's going to be more guests coming on board. And especially when I move to Costa
1: Rica, we'll be filming somebody every week. So please subscribe and uh, look forward to that. It's going to be amazing. And I'm really excited for the road ahead, even though Mm -hmm. we're in a time of super gnarly uncertainty. I Mm. will want to end with this, the Chinese symbol for crisis, it's danger and it's opportunity. It's both. We're in a Mm. crisis. There's a lot of danger that deserves rational fear and and a lens of respect and love. And there's also opportunity. So I challenge you and I challenge me, all of us, where can we find Mm. the opportunity in this? To love, to Mm. connect, to, to launch that thing, to write the book, to do the thing, man. Do the thing because we don't know. We don't know what's going on. And quite frankly, that's that's a cool way to live. <laughs> that's a good way to live where we just really don't know what's happening. So we may as well do the yeah. thing that lights us up. Um, brother, I love you. Thank you for letting me share with your community. And um, we'll talk yes, again real soon. Yeah, 100%.
0: Hey, Take care, bye,
1: everyone. Share this podcast Bye-bye. with everyone because it's powerful. Yeah. I was feeling really strong about this. Um, We love yeah. you all. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the show, my friend. Everything you learned on this podcast starts with your morning practices. So, from over 300 world class guests, we pulled together six simple yet powerful morning practices down into a 21 minute system guaranteed to increase your vibration and the way that you feel every day. Get this free, powerful guide over at wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. And if you love this show, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you love or that you care about. You can support the show easily by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Just go to wellnessforce.com forward slash review. Or if you're on your phone, just tap it, hit the link in purple that says review this podcast. And the journey does not stop here. We're continuing this discovering process in our private Facebook group, over at wellnessforce.com forward slash group. You can be a part of it. You already are. All you have to do is join us at wellnessforce.com forward slash group and I will welcome you at the door. Now go out into your life and live your life well. And until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.